How's it going, everybody? Welcome, Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Liability Podcast, episode three, round two of episode three. I forgot to hit the record button on our audio. Liability. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Being a liability over here. So if you're new, thank you for checking us out. Please subscribe or follow us if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're coming back, thank you for coming back to listen. Hopefully you can see us because we had a little bit of technical difficulties on the second one. Yeah, uh, episode two only has audio because something happened with our video. Hopefully episode three does. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to say this and there's going to be no video. (laughs) So fingers crossed. Uh, Like I said, we have changed the setup the first two episodes. This is the second time with this setup. Hopefully it's working properly, but uh, yeah, thank you for uh, checking us out. Let's just jump right into your vacation. Yeah, jump, yeah. jump right into So uh, the reason we didn't have a podcast last week is I went on my one-year anniversary uh, trip with Grace. Uh, we don't have our one-year anniversary till October 16th, but with the baby on the way, we wanted to go a little bit earlier because we're going to be doing hiking and uh, everything. Me and like Paul that. were supposed to record one. I kind of dropped the ball. I got deathly ill. Liability. <laughs> right there calling me out. I know, Liability. Yeah, so uh, Brent getting sick over here and just not holding up his end of the bargain. (laughs) But anyways. Yeah, so uh, went out west. uh, First time pretty much going west of the Mississippi. And as much as I enjoyed being out there, I don't think I could actually ever live out there. Like, I still prefer Michigan over out west. And I think it's more just having grown up here, being comfortable here. But the biggest thing was you're so far between anything isn't that what we talk about we want 40 acres by ourselves i know we talk about that and i want to be in the middle of nowhere but i'm the fringe like i want to be i'm (laughs) appalled i want 50 (laughs) acres of my own land right next to the walmart (laughs) and home depot and the hardware store i want to be like 20 minutes to a half hour from it's, town. it's, it's yeah. one thing talking about wanting it but it's also different driving through that country and seeing it actually like Oh, wow, there's not another town for an hour. Like, we actually had to, like, pay attention to how much gas we had left because if you aren't – if you're not paying attention to it, like, we are filling up at, like, just over a quarter of a tank where my – Wait, so if you had a Tesla, (laughs) you're, 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 it's not happening. Better be trailing a gas generator. (laughs) It's not, it's not happening out there because we saw no chargers anywhere out there. I don't think I saw – They don't believe in those out there. So I don't think I saw a single Tesla on 90 or 94, I think, the entire trip. Or even any of the part of the UP that we went through. There was just nothing because the infrastructure is not there. But, yeah, you actually had to plan your gas trips. And we'd be like, ah, I got 120 uh, miles is what the computer's saying before we're on empty. But it's like – How was the signal? Uh, it was hit or miss. There were some areas that were really good. There were some areas that is – you know, kind of dead, and especially because, like, you can only want to listen to your music for so long, so at some point, we're like, all right, let's pull up podcasts, or we listen to, like, a bunch of, like, dry bar comedy um, on our way out there. Like, Because it's funny, it's, like, not to cut you off, but, I mean, even, granted, we know the, the roads and the trails up north, but if you're going, if you're a new person, you're going from Houghton Lake to Cadillac, you know, that little stretch in there, you lose service. Either your GPS will cut out, or your, definitely YouTube or Spotify will cut out, I don't think I've ever tried to make a call. No, I think we've tried to call each other, and it cuts out in and out yeah. real bad. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm curious to know how the service was out there. Yeah, so there's definitely certain areas where you're just, yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere, no service. 
And like out there, you're miles from like the closest town. Oh, that's big boy country yeah. out there. And that's like the town is like they don't even have a stoplight and they have one gas station with one gas pump and that's it. And it's like an old school pump that you have to go in and pay to you know, so it's like we didn't stop at any of those. We stopped at like bigger gas stations. <laughs> loves. Yeah. Not even loves. There's and that's like there's so many quick trips, holidays. Very disappointing. There's only like speedways pretty much stopped north uh, or west of the UP. I was gonna say, don't they just go south? Like marathon and speedways, like all along going south of Michigan. Like I can't sit here. Just like pilot. uh, No, it was a lot of quick trips, holidays, um, Sinclair, whichever like the green dinosaur, the like the long neck dinosaur. I thought those were extinct. (laughs) Talking about gas stations. Well, I mean, how do you think they got the gas? (laughs) Um, Thank you. Dino juice. Um, So, yeah, like a lot of that. And I'm like, well, I can't rack up points. Like, it would have been nice (laughs) to get all these points on the way out there. Um, I mean, you just kind of filled up wherever you could. Um, What were the main attractions? What were the main points you went out there for? Yeah, so we went to <clears throat> South Dakota first after we stopped in Minneapolis uh, just to stay, you know, 14 hours. I think we drove like 12 hours from Flint to Minneapolis. That was just to stay there. The through night. the UP. Yep, through the UP, which I, I love going through the UP. We're just early on the fall colors, so that's why I think when you go next week, you need to, at least on your way home, consider going through the UP because you're coming right around the fall color time. It's going to be absolutely beautiful up there. I just want to see it with no snow. Yeah. The first, well, not the sidebar from that, but when I met you and Tim up there for the first time, first time in the UP, it was like one in the morning. So I like drive across the bridge. I'm like, I don't know what to expect. It's just pitch black. I was like, oh, like. I'm going to die. <laughs> So, especially because you really haven't seen much of the UP other than... Snowmobiles. Yeah, snowmobiles. And it's normally the Sunday morning we're coming home. After right, home yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say at least on your way home, consider going through the UP because it should be beautiful. Um, but, yeah, so went there, and then we went to South Dakota to uh, see the Badlands National Park, which is absolutely awesome, super cool to see. <laughs> Um, but that's where definitely one of the biggest reasons I wouldn't want to, want to move out there is freaking rattlesnakes. Now, we didn't see any, but everywhere you stopped when you're like in there, um, before you go like on any gazebo or anything, there's a little sign and it goes, caution, critters. <laughs> so I'm like, that is not a critter, but it's a picture of a rattlesnake. There's or, a uh, snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, definitely that, not a fan of rattlesnakes. So and I'm, I know they're not, you're not just going to stumble across them all the time but they you can they're out there um so that's you know, not only that too spiders yeah i mean spiders that are gonna harm you mm-hmm. you know so just just well that's the other thing we've talked about all the time like michigan is super safe as mm-hmm. far as like any wildlife you're more you're gonna die from exposure before a cougar or well, a mountain lion well it's like the one uh i don't know it was you or you were up north and we saw that one i ran over that one snake Yep. The one, I mean, it was tiny, like eight inches, was, maybe. I mean, right? it was a baby, and it was yeah, it was baby, but it was the only quote unquote poisonous or venomous snake in Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, and Michigan. I didn't ever, I never knew those things existed. Yeah, I didn't even see <clears throat> Mississauga rattler or whatever. Yep. First time I'd ever seen one, and it was a little baby and it was dead. Which I don't like the idea that they're close to camp. Yeah. But obviously they're out there. But like, and then at the same time we saw the cougar print or the yeah the big cat print. Yep. So I mean, we've got. Is it mountain lions or what? What is it technically? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, te- yeah, they're here. Some type of cat that can eat us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if hungry enough. They're here, but, like, you never really hear anyone seeing them or, like, coming across them. Where it's, like, out there, it's kind of a more regular occurrence. Not still, you know. Do you see any major wildlife out there? That was the most disappointing thing. We didn't no see No wolves eating an elk? No. No, like, you know, like, buffalo or whatever. You yeah. Know, just, there's Did you guys go into Yellowstone? No. So oh, we, okay. So, so we went to Badlands, Mount Rushmore, which Mount Rushmore was super cool to see. Like, you grew up seeing pictures of it, but like, yeah. seeing it in person was really cool. But it's like, you're also only going to spend so much time there. It's like, I can only yeah. really look at it for so long. It's like, there's the gift shop, but there's really not much to do there. Um, and then we went and hit Glacier National Park, which uh, is west end of Montana. So John's been there. He's in, He talked highly of that place. Yeah. He's, but he's been, I mean, he went to a bunch of parks around it too, like went hiking. Yeah. He texted me when uh, I posted on my story uh, on Instagram. He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's beautiful out there. And he's like, go hit up this. And I forget what it was, but he's like, they stayed in Rapid City, which is where I wish we had stayed. Um, and instead of staying in Deadwoods, because that place, and if you're like the nightlife, you like gambling and drinking, it's probably a place for you because that's one thing about out west, everywhere has gambling. Everywhere. Like there's a slot machine at every gas station. Just love it out there. Um, yeah, we stayed in Deadwood after. Uh, who even. Take a pause. Who plays. Two points. Who plays those gambling slot machines at gas stations? Truckers. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't think about yeah. that. But here's you're driving cross country. <laughs> on our way home, when we stopped at Taco Bell, it was like a gas station with a Taco Bell on the end of it. I look in the gas station. There's this big fat lady playing just, the, sat- just sitting there playing the machine, and I'm like, I, I don't understand it. But I'm not a gambler. <clears throat> I learned it. I learned in college that I gambling is not for me. Not that I have some gambling addiction, but yeah, might want to get this guy. I put out. like sixty dollars into like the little like cut the string machine to try and win an iPad, and I kept just telling myself, twenty more dollars, twenty at, more dollars. At what Chuck E. Cheese? No, it's at the mall. It's at the mall, <laughs> <laughs> it's at the mall in Midland, Michigan. And I was like, my rationale was it's a three hundred dollar iPad. So as long as I spend less than three hundred dollars, I got it for a steal. Two ninety nine, sixty something dollars in, and my second trip. To How me, much is each play or pull? Or... I think it was like a dollar a play or something like that. Oh, yeah. So I played like sixty times, didn't win. I'm going to the ATM for I think my second or third time, and I'm like, I got a problem. <laughs> I should never go to a casino. And I went to a casino one time with Cody, played roulette, lost all my money in the first like two minutes, and I was like, I'm never coming back. So, not a town for me. No parking at the hotel. Like, you're paying to stay at this hotel that's in the middle of nowhere, so there's no airports nearby. Is it like a normal hotel, like four or five floors? I think it was three floors. It was a four points by Marriott. Like, it was a nice place inside. The room was weird because it had like 14 foot tall ceilings <laughs> that like looked like the concrete walls we have here. Like, unfinished. Yeah, like unfinished, but like. Awkward. Like that, like that hotel in Howell that's been on construction for by the highway for yeah. eight years, forever, <laughs> just sitting there off Latson, just um, yeah, it just super awkward and like all this empty space, just just open empty space. When you say like in your room, empty space, yes, or like, like in the hotel itself? No, 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 the hotel like everything was you know kind of typical. You, decently wide hallways you can get up and down, like and, IKEA furniture, and yeah, but yeah, you go in and it, we had a king size bed. And then probably 
eight feet, <laughs> ten feet of space on either end of the bed where there's just nothing. I feel like you should be bragging about that. Most of the time, it's like you roll off the bed and right into the wall. <laughs> like, like it was the architect's like first job, like first project <laughs> that person planned. Oh, I'm gonna space oh you said up. 280 square foot? I did two, <laughs> 2,800 square foot. Well, I'm like looking around. I'm like, did we get the handicap room? Like, that. like That's what I felt like. I was like, yeah. they, they, there's plenty of space. Like if you had a wheelchair. To, like, was it like a walk-in tub? No. 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 And then we had Worth that when Grace and I stayed in State College for her cousin's <laughs> wedding. We had a handicap room with like the walk-in tub. Yeah. And this, this just, it just, it was weird. I, I don't know. But anyways, Deadwood, not for me. Everywhere was a casino. There wasn't really anything else to do. And that's not why we went there. We went there to be able to go to Badlands and uh, and Mount Rushmore. And so we drove through. What did you do in Badlands? Just drove through? Yeah, you, you just, just, you just drive through. There's a ton of different places to get out and view. And then there's some hiking trails at one point. So we got out. We did some hiking trails. Um, and we did like a two-hour, not, not two-hour, it's like a two-mile loop. Okay. Um, I was going to say, that place is more, that place is designed for like vehicles to get off and, and to drive through the area. You can't just, I don't feel like that place is, is there's a trail where you can walk and see a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's pretty open. And, yeah, it's pretty open, so there's just the main road that you can drive through. Um, no off-roading allowed, which, I mean, the way that it's set up, there'd be very easy to come over a hill and just die in a crevice. Yeah. Um, was there but, any like... Uh, company where you could like rent an off-road vehicle or like like a side-by-side or anything so in i so in sturges um which is right over in that area they had a bunch of like side-by-side rental places so um you saw side-by-sides everywhere out there and everyone has them outfitted to be street legal too so like people use them for for dual purpose but every trailer going out there or every every vehicle, not every, but a huge portion of them were dually trucks towing some forty foot trailer, um, you know, camper or a toy hauler or something, or a trailer with like a couple side by sides on it. Like everyone going out there had something like that. Um, but like in Deadwoods, a ton of off road jeeps. We're like talking like off road jeeps. Like you guys did a bunch of work to yours, but we're talking like one ton axles, big tires, big like forties shifted front like the axle is shifted forward and like the geometry is all set up so you could literally vertically just crawl up a wall it's like there's a lot of trails once you got towards the mountain part but so much of it is just vast open farmland just for miles um yeah that'd get quite boring yeah living out there i mean unless you're into i mean your primary hobby would be off-roading then sure that'd be the country to live in right if you're close to like the mountain areas but if you're just in the the flat areas, it's like unless you have an area where you've built a moto track and like you could do that, like there's 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 nothing out there. And of course, once you get f- like west of Minneapolis, there's really no lakes. Like as far as like water, there's nothing out there. Any rivers? Uh, there's a few rivers in like key areas, and that's where all the towns are. Anywhere there's like a river, that's where a town naturally built because it could sustain life. Whereas mm-hmm. like anything else, is just, you're in the boonies without. Without irrigation, most of that place is uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. So, super cool. So, went from there, went to Glacier National Park, which uh, that ended up being clutch because originally when we were planning this trip, we were going to do an RV. We were either going to fly out, rent an RV, and hit all these places. I feel like or, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, or we were going to rent an RV in Michigan and drive out there and then not have to stay in hotels. Luckily, I had so many Marriott points. We basically did the whole trip for free. Um, nice. But... Uh, 
when we got to Glacier, as you're going in, it says no RVs. And then roads Hold on. Are... Didn't we talk about how you had to make appointments at these national parks? Is that that was that was me. I was going to ask you about that, but so Sammy was reading online after September. It was like the the weekend oh, we okay. uh, you drove us. Uh, you didn't need them, but uh, our family friend that travels out west quite often was saying that due to how busy the state parks are getting, like during the summer and stuff, now you have to have a park pass. Uh, okay. To get a guaranteed entry, if if you show up to the park and they're full, you can't get in. Okay, so we didn't have that problem. We didn't even know that was a thing. Um, yeah, we're because kids are back in school now. We're kind of right. Well, uh, from what Sammy read online, it was September 11th after that day. So the weekend you guys oh, drove out so there, you came we in clutch. Came in absolutely yeah, clutch. yeah, that would have really been a bummer. Um, yeah, so like no. We just saw, like, no wildlife out there. But anyways, back to um, if we had an RV, it says no RVs because when you get to, like, the mountain road, like, when you're scaling the mountain, the road is so narrow, you you can't have anything too wide or too long because then you can't make certain banks. Yeah. So what about trailers? No trailers. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, Can you imagine you, like, not planning that correctly and you get up there with like i mean some people double double toe with like a fifth wheel and like a small trailer behind them you'd have to go find a place to drop the fifth wheel and the other trailer where are you turning around well (laughs) that's what i'm saying before you so you're still in the flat-ish area when you're going in and they would just turn you around there there's turnaround spots like i think people have tried it but that's the other thing how many different uh parks are you guys going to so you plan on doing badlands glacier and a third one because you went for little there's a couple caves um went for a little over a week right so we left saturday morning came home sunday night okay so. theodore national park uh glacier yellowstone We're sleeping in yellowstone um watch out for those wolves I know. <laughs> um, the old I, that video though, like I watching that video, I was like, "Damn, nature, you scared." It's like, it was like, it was when I was like hunting. Uh, we'll throw up the video. Yeah, we we're. Uh, I was hunting one time, deer hunting in uh, Michigan, and here I am, you know, sitting in a blind waiting for a deer to walk by, and I saw a hawk kill a turkey. And that was one of the most violent things I've ever heard or saw. And I'm like, here I am sitting in a tree trying to kill a deer. And I think that's violent. But nature's vicious. I mean, that was a pack of, what, six wolves or something like that? Yeah, taking down an elk. This was Instagram video. But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, six uh, wolves. How accurate do you think you're feeling? Should have been coming to those IDPA events. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, but anyway, so when we first went to Badland, she's just like, oh, okay. She's like, well, it's $35 to get in. Um, or maybe it was 30 Either way, $30, $35. Glacier was like another 35 or $30. And then one other park was like 20 or 30 or whatever. And she's like, or you just pay 90 and you get the annual pass. Which for all of is them? good for all the national The entire parks. state? Um no, no all, the, all national uh, parks. in the so U.S. Any U.S. national park that requires payment to get in, you can get into, and it's good for a year. Uh, or maybe it's good for the week, but you could do it. I don't know. Ours, even though we paid 35 it lasts for a week. So you could go multiple days if you wanted to. But it's like, what for? You do 90 and you can get all the other ones. So if you guys are hitting up that many, the first yeah. thing you go to, just pay the 90 because then it'll be good for the rest. And even if you do just pay the 35 at the first one, you have that whole week to upgrade at whatever point so 
I think it's worthwhile if you guys are going to hit that many. Yeah. There, there is this place, and I can't remember what cave it was. It's not one that we're going to, or at least <laughs> we're not doing that activity because I don't like tight spots. But they had one where you could climb, and but you had to be comfortable with. And I think they gave the dimensions uh, of like uh, how tight you could be, but you'd have to like slide in between rocks and like actually climb inside this cave and i'm like the Dude. climbing sick the going in between in rocks area, yeah that especially with rock that i'm not a fan and i don't know if you guys ever seen that uh movie it's based Devil's on a true story eyes. no <laughs> that's not based on a, that's about a cannibal family <laughs> um yeah, that's wrong turn. Is like a demented like mountain radioactive oh yeah you're right yeah wrong turn is the cannibal family uh but no, where this guy, him and his brother go climbing, and uh, his brother gets trapped upside down. And a, his, there's a YouTube video about it. Okay, well, they made it into a movie, too. Yeah, and eventually your body shuts down because all your blood's rushing I mean, he to was, your he head. Was upside down for like, pump at the right like 12, 14, 16 hours or something. Yeah, like something yeah. miserable. His, his uh, lungs and his, um, all his blood drained. So, well, okay, so speaking of caves, we went to the Wonderland Cave, which is close to Sturges and, like, all that in South Dakota, and it's one of, like, the last living caves because, basically, stalagmites and stalactites are still forming um, because of how it it is. It doesn't. It only has one entrance. Well, you know, the tour... Global warming. Yeah. The tour guide's <laughs> taking us through whatever, and he's talking about how these two brothers found it in, like, the 30s, because their dog ran up this mountain and was chasing a squirrel Fell and then in. found its way in. And, the, like, when you first go in, there's this big open cavern area. Like, it's a very large, like, you can stand and, like, it's it's very big in there. But We're talking as big as this room? Oh, bigger. Oh. Bigger than this room. Like, a very big space. But they literally, when you first walk up, you can see how much they had to tunnel and, like, bulldoze away. Pull and out. then they had to do enough just for you to, like, duck and walk in. And so they're like, yeah. Vinny well, doesn't do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was this, yeah, the space to get in used to be like this big. But then once you're in this big area, they show this. <laughs> I shut it and I was just like. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Once you're in like this big cavern, they're like, yeah. So between. <laughs> Control yourselves, man. <laughs> All right, I'm good. All right, so once you're in there, they have this massive stone, and they're like, that's what covers the original way down into the lower part of the cave. For <laughs> What is this, Jesus rising? <laughs> no, no so uh, they covered basically what used to be this small Who's gap. they? So it was founded in like the 30s. The brothers were taking people on tours like the first like two years and then this, <laughs> they just claim this yeah. cave <laughs> pretty much and then, five bucks yeah. and then this uh like national i, I forget what exactly it is but it's like this cave thing and that uh, handles stuff in the u.s basically took it over for 10 years and burrowed it out so you could get in easier and then actually burrowed out this area and they put in actual steps so you could walk to the lower part but about halfway down you basically go down and then you take an l halfway down they show you the hole that they used to lower people through on a pulley and like it's tight no insurance like, very <laughs> tight and like it they're like also think about it, it's the 30s there's no flashlights you're coming down here by candlelight and i'm like nope nope and they're like yeah they had like live a little 
They show these ledgers. Look, like, back then you only lived to like 50, 60 <laughs> tops, all right? But anyways, they showed these, they had these books, these old ledgers of all the people they took on trips before they put in the stairs. I'm like, wow. Did it show the death count? Like, <laughs> How many times died. the rope snapped? <laughs> well, like they showed the original pulley and it looked like it was about to fall apart. Like I'm like, I, live, I work in lifting and uh, that don't look safe. <laughs> But um, yeah, so like it was super cool. And like once you get down there, they've got a lighting system and everything, and they took you through, and you see all like the active growing like stalagmites or stalactites or whatever. Because I've been to some caves down in Tennessee, and it was similar to that. Yeah. So super cool. But I'm like, I would not come in here before these stairs. Like I'm not going down that crevice. Because here's the thing: going through doesn't scare me. It's what happens when I go to come back out and I get stuck or something. Well, it's and a then I start when you're in panicking. there, it's like they tell you, like, oh, yeah, you're 200 feet below where you were when you came in. It's like, wow, now that I'm thinking about it, that's a lot of earth above me. Uh, so how are these stairs set up? So They're concrete. Like, I get that. but like, There's if a handrail. If, if, <laughs> who invited this guy? <laughs> like, I guess I don't think I've ever done cave exploring prior to this trip i'm gonna go on so like when i was reading about stairs i'm like this isn't gonna be a little rough terrain inside they're slightly so here's the thing the way that like caves work is caves are just naturally bored out from natural water flowing through yeah so um the big areas like the you know the first opening which is like the mouth of the cave it's like it's a very like i said it's a very big area it's like it's bigger than this room then you go down in the lower parts and it's more like you know, very tight walkways. Like enough, some areas you can stand, some you had to be kind of crouched over. It's real inconsistent. Yeah. Um, And so like the ground's not uneven, but it's not even while you're down there. Yeah. So like basically you just go down to like this lower level, at least how this one was. There's just, there's basically two levels to this cave. Um, Super cool. Um, The one we went to ended up in a, uh, there's a river. So you came to a platform that would kind of like overlook this underground flowing river. But I don't know what is the what are you asking? I guess. Like I guess I didn't expect like in certain spots I expected stairs like if you had a sharp drop off or like yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah. then I was like at the same time I feel like they made it not that it shouldn't be easy for everyone to walk, but like the whole point of going into a cave I don't want it like a I don't want to say a dumbed down version, but basically here I am complaining about going in tight spaces though. So there's 120. It was like there's 127 steps down. He's like yeah. which. Now you gotta realize you gotta come 127 steps back up, and he's like, "I've been also, hitting the stairmaster in preparation for this trip." Like, I also, kid you not. <laughs> you're also so many feet above sea level, so if you're from a lower elevation area, he's like, "You're gonna be surprised. You're gonna be out of breath." Not to mention people these days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overweight. Luckily, it was just Grace and I, this uh, mother and her two kids. So, it was, oh wow, that's it was a very small group. So, yeah. so it's pretty cool. Got to see everything. Um, definitely a cool experience. But yeah, I. I don't like tight areas and it wasn't over it wasn't a super tight area so it was a cool experience so um yeah so we did that went out to glacier glacier was absolutely beautiful all the mountains and everything we did a three mile hike to see this hidden lake and that was not rough i it wasn't too bad but like it you're on just this almost slight uphill the whole just constant time because there's a lot of platforms that they built and then when you get to some of the flatter areas just you know rock path or whatever but you're just on this slight-ish uphill. And then there's a couple steps. Just enough to roll an ankle? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but, dude, I was amazing. Too how many, like, 80-year-old people with their walking sticks. I'm like, jeez. I'm like, good for you. You're getting it. That's yeah. awesome. But, 
then, but then there's people who aren't paying attention who are walking so slow in front of you. And it's like, I don't mean to be rude, but I can walk faster than this and I don't want to take six years to get to this destination. Move. Yeah, so it's like, move. Or just be cognizant that there's other people behind you because there's these two old ladies and this lady's bragging about how I do all this whitewater canoeing and people like to go with me because I'm super skilled and blah. She's like bragging to this lady about how awesome she is as a whitewater canoeer and whatnot. And I'm like, you're not even paying attention to the fact that you're moving a quarter of a mile an hour in front of me. Like, I'm. Well, she's used to having the water do the work. Yeah. I'm like, can I go around you? Like, and he's like, if I trip you, you won't be so awesome. <laughs> but uh, so play by my rules. Yeah, that was super cool. Um, yeah, great. It's great. actually disappointing not to see. I mean, I guess you don't go out there expecting to see like some wolves tear apart a, a, a bull. But I feel like you have to go like, some rams or something like crossing the road or, or like going up like, eagles. You know, yeah, we saw I think like one hawk mm-hmm. and a lot of just livestock on the side of the road. Other than that, didn't really see any wildlife, so that was disappointing. Well, maybe you'll good. see them. I'm prepared to have a bear come to my tent when I sleep in Yellowstone. A pack of six wolves. <laughs> you watch Paul just Liam Neeson. Just like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> no. So, well, have you seen that video of uh, that was a mountain lion, I believe. Uh, that dude fighting off a mountain lion with a uh, machete that attacked his dog. No. Insert clip here. <laughs> but yeah, and it does not let go. Like you can start to see the skin being split. Ooh. I mean, he goes to town on it till it finally lets go of his dog. But yeah, they're in some park out, wherever, and he's moving a trailer. I'll try and pull up the video. Just goes to show, like, thank God he had like, a machete. We'll, we'll you watch know? it later. But yeah, yeah. Like, thank God, yeah, he had some type. But of like, weapon. there's a certain point, like when you when you're living out there, you should be having a firearm on you. Oh, because yeah. what if that? Granted, it's his dog. Nobody wants to lose your dog. Your dog's your best friend. But what if it was your child? What if it was your wife? What if it was your your mm-hmm. father? You know. Yeah. A firearm is necessary. Hundred percent, and like that's the funny thing is like out there, like every T-shirt you see is like Second Amendment. (laughs) But then when we were in Glacier, there's this one, um, uh, like old school lodge that you could stay at. Like you know, it's hotel off of this. Hasn't been updated in two hundred years. uh, It's been somewhat (laughs) updated, but off like McDonald. Like, dude, so many payphones out west because there's no service. I saw payphones for the first time in 15 years. Yeah. It was crazy. It's a guaranteed call. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they don't take quarters. They're like, you have to have a prepaid card. I'm like, what? What? Uh, I mean, Interesting. I guess, here's right? the thing, though. It's 2022. You're probably more likely to have a prepaid card than you are quarters. <laughs> like, yeah. if you plan to head. But our generation, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, boy, you go in there. That was the only place that I saw that said no firearms allowed. Everywhere else. Super two A, just like loving it, just all. It's because you're on your own out there. Yeah. What? But that's the thing is, this lodge is in the middle of Glacier National Park. Must be near a city. People fly in. Yeah, different so, crowd. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. I'm glad to be home. Like I said, I liked it out west, and I definitely want to go out there and, <clears throat> and see other things and experience more of the country. But it's nice to be home. I like it here in Michigan. Was there much traffic? Uh, roads were pretty wide open, and. Uh, Speed limit is 80 miles an hour, which is phenomenal. But did you go 80? But, now let me just preface this. <laughs> Michigan, you can go five minute, five miles an hour over the speed limit and a cop's just going to... That's generous. Like, yeah. people are running you over well, in rush yeah, hour. But, like, if you're going, like, 80 and the speed limit is 75, a trooper or small sheriff... A certain boop. individual <laughs> may or may not have said, 85, I'm going to consider... 
looking at you. Just you're not like, even. He's like, if you have tint and like some some sketchy stuff on your vehicle, or like you're driving a low rider or whatever, he's like, I'm gonna pull you over if you're doing 85. But if you're just Joe Schmo, it's go. normal. It's yeah. normal for people to go 15 miles an hour over when it's when it's 70. So Montana. We're on our way home. We're almost to the North Dakota North Dakota border. Like I, I've been going eighty three to eighty five, um, just cruise control. Just use ways. Yeah, use ways. No one marked it. Mm. Anyways, just roll, roll along on ways, and I, we we just crest over this hill. Just crest over, and I. I come over the hill and instantly just see Montana State Trooper just chilling there, right in the middle divider. And I don't hit the brakes. Like I'm like, if you hard brake, they're instantly you're like, oh, I just drugs. <laughs> <laughs> instantly just just boot my cruise control down to eighty, and I, I go rolling. And I just I'm just obviously as soon as I pass him, I'm just looking in the rearview mirror, looking in the rearview mirror, looking in the rearview mirror. And all of a sudden, you just see that where they put it in gear and you see the reverse lights pop on for a second. I'm like, oh. Blinker on. There's, there's two responses. There's downshift and home ass. Well, like, we're in the middle of nowhere. The closest exit is still seven miles up the road. Like, No chance. I'm not outrunning him in an equinox. Like, it's not happening. So I was like, Right, Gave so it a good go. They're slowing down, and he's he's coming. So I'm just going 80. I'm like, I'm just gonna act. Maybe he got a call. Maybe he's going somewhere else. But he gets behind me, and he does the whole. He's cruising behind me for a second, then he goes, bloop bloop. I'm like, ah. he's like out of towner. <laughs> yep, Michigan place. Easy money. Yeah. So I, I pull off into the the divider, and I'm like, or off into the shoulder, and I'm like, oh. and like I'm like freaking out. I'm like. This, I was like, I've never. Well, been, I was gonna say this is your first time physically. I mean, you've been with Tim. I've been when, a passenger. <laughs> I've been in a. I've been a passenger in a vehicle that has been pulled over, and I've been pulled over on a snowmobile. But I have never been pulled over in a vehicle in my life. Twenty-seven years. It's been a good run. Like I went eleven years without getting pulled yeah. over. I had such a good record. Get pulled over, and so I was like, all right. So, so I'm like, all right. Hands on the wheel. Just I roll down my window. And I see him, he goes, he points like I'm going to the other, I'm going to the passenger side. That way he's not close to traffic. Fair enough. So I roll down the passenger window and he goes, how you doing? Uh, so the reason I pulled you over is, uh, <laughs> it's like, I, I, I got you going, uh, 84 and, and the speed limit is 80. So, uh, it's like, uh, he's like, yeah, you got your license and registration. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so, uh, what are you guys heading? I was like, well, so I, you know, I get my license and I go to find a registration. I was like, well, she's having a baby. <laughs> we gotta go. Gonna play she's having water broke. Right Psych, uh, just kidding. Didn't even come into my mind. Wow. <laughs> no. Um, it's, I was just like, oh, we're having our our one year wedding anniversary just trip, but we're expecting our, our first child. So just throw that in there. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I was like, feel bad for me. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna throw the sympathy card. I was like, so I was like, yo, we took our trip a little bit earlier. Your kid's gonna grow up without a father. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Like our anniversary is not till October, but took the trip a little early. He's like, oh okay, and I was like, and then I, I gave him registration. I'm like, I'm still looking for the insurance. I was like, it is a company vehicle, so it's not registered in my name. He's like, okay. He's like, so what's stolen plates? <laughs> so what's company name? Not gonna shout out my company name, but uh, he's like, what, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's, we we did blah, this, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. And then, so he asked a couple questions about it, and then uh, he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll be right back. He's like, don't worry about the insurance. 
was like, okay. I was, and I told him, I was like, this vehicle also just got transferred to me from Florida. I have the Florida Super suspect. Like, <laughs> Excuse I, number three. Yeah. I was like, I have the old Florida insurance, but I don't have the new insurance. He goes, She's not even my wife. <laughs> Liability. So he's just like, all right. So he goes back to the vehicle, and I'm just chilling there. and like, it's Didn't fun. even ask about the drugs you were carrying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he didn't even ask if I was a mule. But all right, I remember vividly when I got pulled, when Tim got pulled over and I was in a passenger seat. <laughs> Let's clarify. Tim's hands were just shaking. And I'm like, Tim, why are you shaking? He's like, I, I it's a nerve. Like, I'm not like freaking out, but he's like, it's just nerve wracking. Like, like, it's just an involuntary thing. Like, you don't do it on purpose. And I found myself like just subtly shaking. I couldn't make myself stop. I'm like, you're fine. My stop life being, is in their hands. Stop being a liability. Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So he comes back and he goes, all right, well, he's like, I, I put you down for a warning, you know, just just slow it down a little bit, and you guys have a safe trip. And I was like, thank you, officer. Like, super cool. Like, the guy was so nice, super cool. He was looking for a reason. Yeah, and it just one of those things, like, listen, I, I was I speeding? Yes. I was, was going 84. Fair enough. Um, you got me. You got me. But, yeah, didn't did write me a ticket and let me, you know, keep on rolling through. So, thank you, officer. I think it was, like, Kilpula or something. I, I didn't quite read the name, but not that he's ever going to see this. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was fun getting pulled over for the first time. Not uh, not fun. Ruined my my streak. So now I gotta start from. I think I'm on day like six now. No, that was Friday. No, 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 no. You're thinking about this all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you popped your cherry now. It is just all downhill from here. Knock on wood. Um. Anyway, speaking of police, and uh, I was on my way here today, and uh. Michigan State Trooper just goes cruising past me on 96, right around Brighton, and I just see... Oh, just scrolling on his feed? Just scrolling through his phone. Oh, I just saw, like, white screens. I was like, that dude's texting. It's probably an email. I was like, that... Tender. This is... I, like, if that guy... Here's the thing. If I rode past him like that, he would have pulled me over. And like he's that. just in the fast lane. He's going almost 80. That's the biggest dilemma in the last 20 years since they've had computers. It's like... Them's, I mean, there's videos all over the place of them on in a, whether it's a traffic light or they're cruising on the, on the interstate, on the computer writing a report, typing an email, looking up this, looking up that, doing this, or on your phone. It's like, we can't do it, but yet you can. And it's like, and I get there's this little gray area where it's like, part of your job or it's something you have to do. I get it, but when you're pulled over, you're on the job the whole time and you can pull into this on the shoulder or whatever to yeah. check your phone or whatever. I'm like, listen, <clears throat> I get it. Being a, a police officer or a trooper is not an easy job. I'm not going to say it is and I'm not going to say I want to do it because I don't, but you are not above the law at the same time. You have the like, same rules that yeah, I do. You have to abide by the same stuff yeah. that I do. And it's like, and if you don't, I think you're the biggest hypocrite on the planet. Because yeah. if you sit there and text and drive, and then you write a ticket for someone else who's texting and driving, that I, you're the lowest form of human being at that point. I think you're just a hypocrite. Yeah. So. Well, it's like the, the TikTok that you, you showed. Oh, yeah, the video I was showing. The lady that, I mean, she's we, we might dub it in there, but she's basically saying... They can go faster than we can, as in regular civilians, because they're police. So if if they come up behind us, we automatically should get out of their way because they can go faster than we can. That's no faster. lights on. Let's yeah. Yeah. I guess clarify. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's there's no sirens. It's just they're driving on the road. They should have the right of way. And they're saying, and if you don't get out in front of us, if we're behind you long enough, we can find a reason to pull you over. I'm like. 
That, that's the most corrupt statement you could pop. That's that yeah. is a power trip just going to your head. Yep. So stuff like that, yeah, irks me. But not the Montana State Trooper. He was super cool. Not, not throwing shade at him, but the uh, Michigan guy definitely. Uh, well, now is the time to once again no sponsor for this video. Uh, we are not sponsored. We are uh, we're freelancing this for free. So if anyone does want to sponsor. The Liability Podcast, go ahead and email us at casualcustoms at gmail.com. Uh, love to have a sponsor for the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, reach out. If not, like I said, in every other podcast, we will have links to our Amazon affiliate store down below. Uh, got anything you need to get from Amazon, please use the link and go buy it. Yeah, so uh, great, great trip. Had a lot of fun. Home now. Happy to be home. So, uh, if you were to do it again, what would you do different? I don't know if I'd do anything different. Uh, the biggest thing is just, like, you feel so rushed for time, but also, like, you have all this extra time. So, you know, you spend all this time driving out there, and then you get to your destination. So would it be worth it to, I mean, I guess the point of it was to drive through these areas. Would it be better to fly somewhere, rent a car, do the driving, and then... Depends. So, like, if you hit, like, Glacier, Yellowstone, that's all at least decently close. But because we did what we did, they're still so far apart, you're still going to have all that drive time. So, but like I said, it's you, you almost need more time to, one, feel not so rushed and have to just do these It's like you get there and you're hauls. like, okay, let's, you know, we finally got here. Yeah. Let's do something yes. so we can go to the next place. And yeah. So you do these long hauls, but then you get there and it's like, all right, we only could spend so much time at the Badlands and do so much hiking. Now, we are obviously limited because Grace is pregnant, so we don't want to overexert her or anything. Liability. <laughs> um, so, you know... She, Trying to procreate you. <laughs> um, you know, we can only do so much hiking, so it's like, all right, you can only spend so much time there. Sorry. So, by the time... By the time you're done, it's like, all right, well, it's, it's only like 6 o'clock. You know, so it's, <laughs> so it's it's like hammock camping. It's like six o'clock time for bed. It's dark. So it's like basically you have these these few good days of you know you basically try and spend the whole do, day doing what you're doing, but then you just have these long hauls in between. And the, the, none of these places are that close to airports. It's not like you can like fly to fly to fly to fly. Yeah. So like the only way to really do it is road tripping. So I don't think I would really do it any different. And I think now that I've seen those places, I don't know if I would have a reason to want to go back until, like, we have kids that are old enough to enjoy it. To show them the, the country. Yeah. I think it's, like, one of... I haven't been out there yet, so I can't talk. But I feel like it's that kind of, like... Don't get me wrong, I love nature. But, like, the certain parks we're going to hit or, like, that you hit, it's like, yeah, you could see it once and then... Could never like, see it right, again. Like, like, all right, I've, yeah. I've experienced this. This was cool. I'm glad I checked it off the list. Right, but it, yeah, it's a bucket of, list item yeah, is where exactly. I was going with it. A one and done kind of and thing. And like my bigger thing too is like uh, us being so automotive and like we like off-roading is like when I do a trip, I want to spend that time on some kind of off-road vehicle. Like I want to be on a side-by-side or in the pre-runner or like... Well, it's like that return on, on your investment. You know, you're, let's say a side-by-side. Nowadays they're pretty expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So you're pretty, <laughs> very. But the capability, I mean, that side by side allows you to do so much, mm-hmm. right? You can go all these adventurous places and see everything, and 
You could go to parks. You can, you know, I don't know. My point is, is like you're getting a lot. So I think if we, if I, if I went back out there, the only thing I would do different is because it's my second time, I would just want to do like trailing on a side by side or something like just go off roading for the week and do it that way. Here's a business idea. I mean, it might already be something, but like Badlands, for instance, build out a kid a Jeep and you could rent out your passenger seat and your back seat for a family and take them on this cool adventure. Mm -hmm. A, you could maybe get someone in the sport. And B, you could just show people the land yeah. more than what you know, maybe than what you did and hiking this two mile trail, which you only get exposed to a certain amount. Yeah. So that's the only thing I would do different. And like, there's certain places that you can't go off roading out there. So um, there's there's different things, but uh, definitely I think that's how I'd want to spend it. Because same thing, like if I go out west, the next time I want to go out west is either you know we do whatever our, our hunts are that we're trying to plan, or go out west and do mountain snowmobiling. Like I. That's how I would want to do it in the future. So that's I, I don't think I'd really change anything other than that. Now, were these parks busy? Because I feel like, I mean, we can talk about this next, the lack of, I feel like the generations after us are becoming less and less manly to the point of where they don't care about these parks. Mm -hmm. They don't care about these monuments. It's the foreigners that come and see it. That's a good oh, point. I'm not even kidding you. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. I mean, when I went to Niagara Falls, I mean, it was everyone from a bunch of different countries. Oh, when uh, Grace and I, last year, when we went to Picture Rock, half the people weren't speaking English. Yeah. It's like, am I in a different country? Like, I, I thought... But if you think about it, if you go to another country, what are you going to see? Something you can't see back home. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And so, that's I get that. But no, I'd say they they weren't... They were busy, but they weren't like crazy and i think it's because we're just past when all the kids went back to school yeah. so most families aren't taking vacations we really didn't see many kids unless they were under the age of like four and like their parents haven't been like the super backpack umbrella thing that's like the the basically like a carrying a throne like you're a yzma <laughs> on Cusco, or not Cusco, on gronk's back yeah first new groove like uh like, like that with little kids but other than that like you didn't see anyone Younger than probably 18, 19, maybe 20 to 5. Like, there was no one in between that gap, really. Like, there was few, maybe, maybe you could count on two hands. Do you think there's going to be a big, or at least a time in our life when people really stop caring about it? To a point, I mean, like the, uh, what is it, the metaverse, mm -hmm. you know, where maybe you can, like, virtually go there and see it in this metaverse or virtually and you don't need to get the experience of actually going there i think there will be a lot of people who do that i just i have faith in humanity to some extent that there's still going to be like-minded people like us that want to see it for real because you've seen like i said i saw mount rushmore in pictures i saw all these places in pictures and like obviously i took all these videos and like i was posting on my story and i'm sure most people are like eh Skip, 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 because you're like, eh. Like the person videotaping fireworks or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah it's, 18 it's, snap stories in a row of fireworks. It like, always looks better in yeah. person. Person, we get it. the person at the concert who posted yeah. the oh concert. Like, we get it. You're having a great time, but I'm not going to sit here. We concert. get it. You paid 12 bucks for a beer. <laughs> so and $200 you, for a ticket. Yeah, you lose that value through like the digital experience. It's so much different seeing it in person. Like it, it, I mean, it was freaking awesome. I'm like, I'm going to take these videos, but I know it's going to be a fraction of what it actually is. That reminds me. I have to cut you off. And we went to uh, 
the last comedy show we went to. Short guy with the, Kevin uh, Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. And uh, he was so, so that was so, no. I'm more at Brett. Like it. I know. I know. It's been a long week. It's and, month, uh, It's Tuesday. <laughs> well, just goes to show. Um, but he so granted he was filming for a special, so like he didn't want his content to get out there before a special was, was released. But to get into the show, if you had a smartwatch, it went into a bag. If you had a phone, it went into a bag. It was a special bag that was like. Locked with their own. Went in a lockbox. You got like a valet ticket. Like, no, like, like you carried the bag with you. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like valet. But it, like, it could validate your car. Yeah. Validate your you know phone. those. You know those uh, special tags in stores that get open or you take it off of a, a high dollar item. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's technically open with like a high power magnet. That's Yo, how it's released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, just yeah. like that. So it's oh, like this okay. special bag where your stuff goes in and you can't access it. That's cool. That's, that's a good idea. But yeah, that I don't know. That just reminded me of that. So. Yeah. So that that's where I think I still have the faith that people are gonna want to go see it in person. I think that yeah. There's <clears throat> think about how many people who have grown up in a city who never want to leave that city who have no desire to go out into nature. You're always gonna have those people. Yeah. But I think you're still always gonna have people like us who want to go see it. Are you guys interested in the metaverse? No. No. I. Like it sounds cool, but like it's it's teetering on that of like escaping reality and like not. What if, in a what good if they way. presented it to you? Like you could go on this this elk hunt, you know, like for free. You just download it, and it's like it feels real, right? Like I, I personally, I've never done any research on the metaverse, so I'm totally guessing at this point. Yeah. But what if it could offer you this experience, and it felt so real, it felt like you were there, right? So I can log into the metaverse and see my elk bull hanging up on my fake wall yeah that, that you killed that you went out see, it's killed. it's not gonna be the same though i don't I agree right. yeah so i think i think one it's, it's never gonna be the same they're never gonna be able to get it to that point but to the same point you know people are always like well you know people think about it as like when you play video games and you spend real money to get like skins or whatever and blah 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 I'm like i think that's all just wasted money and even if you spend money on the metaverse for your metaverse house and you've got this trophy room of of big game animals it's still not as fulfilling as doing the real thing and also with technology progressing as fast as it does what happens when you get to the point where it's like oh sorry we no longer support this version all your stuff is wiped it's like, yeah so that 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 life that you were, were living and were so attached to taken from you deleted like, like gone just what if it could be deleted like people's facebook or youtube accounts can be deleted and for violating you did the wrong thing like tiktok taking down our tiktoks they took down something from a year ago that everybody else is still else doing was still it was a trend that happened to involve a firearm but there was no firearm in it's our the video sound. it was the sound i was using a tripod and a year later they take it down gonna spin this in a totally different direction but i don't know if we well, both listen to tim pool there oh, this is like a year ago i feel like at this point they had a um podcast where they're talking about digital girlfriends and like how but along the same lines of you know it was almost like a metaverse kind of thing you know there's someone to talk to and you're just talking to a robot computer whatever but how they can manipulate people like oh if you did this you know i can reward you with this but that like so gratification well they could start socially training people yes we can that... train you to do the things we want um, have you seen her with Joaquin Phoenix? No. Same thing. It's kind of like a futuristic kind of thing where 
he basically has this AI like woman that he ends up like falling in love with. Yeah. And he oh, has like basically that. like this relationship with her, but then it gets to a point where she no longer likes him and she's able to break up with him and she's an AI. <laughs> And then he plot twist. Yeah, like plot twist. She's AI, but then he like somehow finds out. She's like, oh, can I, you imagine <laughs> broken up with dumped by a computer? But like, she's like, yeah, I'm in a relationship with 4.2 million other people. Yeah, she's just exactly. AI. Yeah, like you, you've been cheating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> that floppy disk ain't clean. <laughs> Paying alimony for the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Got 18 kids. Yeah. Oh. So I think there's, de- I mean, there's definitely going to be weak people who see it as the easy way out. And like, well, I think you got to see it for what it is. Like, you got to see it as like a video game <clears throat> and it's just a game or just whatever. It can't become this reality for people. Well, so many people already put their life in the video games that they're playing. I mean, they're investing hours every day. I mean, personally, I can't remember the last time I played a video game, right? So it's not a big part of my life, and it's not yeah. a big part of your guys' lives. But there's going to be people who straight up invest all their time and energy into that. Yep. And so, uh, so I actually had that conversation with Grace when we were going out there. So like, I brought my Nintendo Switch. I was like, we're going to have long car rides. If yeah. you know, Grace and I are split driving, I'm going to be in the passenger seat. I played Pokemon. For like 20, no reason for me to be bored. For like 20 hours on this trip. Um, but I was talking, we, we had the conversation of like, do I enjoy playing video games? Yes. Would I like to play them more? Absolutely. I was like, but there are so many other things I'd rather be doing. Oh, like responsibilities? Exactly. I was like, there's so many other things I'd rather be working. I was like, I'd rather be working on the truck. I'd rather be filming a video. I'd rather be doing this podcast. I'd rather be doing something around the house. Like there's other things that fall. I'd rather be spending time with my wife. Like there's other things that fall before playing video games and I think that's part of growing up and I think a lot of people have delayed growing up to a certain extent um, but they, eventually video games kind of fall by the wayside and it's like maybe when you're older and you got more spare time yeah you can play a little bit more but it's like now I don't know I got no time for that the only other time we play is what alright it, we're in the camper limited on things to do yeah. when it's negative 10 in the UP yeah, you know it's eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Guess we could go like to playing cards. Little but... little drunk, so you're not gonna go hit the trails like a responsible adult. Yep. So yeah, it's like yeah. that's that's the only time. I mean, we play video games. Other than that, like, that's a good point. No time for it. What about uh, Neuralink? What is that? Isn't that like Elon Musk's? Uh, like it's like that brain. It basically chip like, connects. Yeah, it puts like a chip in. So the theory behind it is, is it's supposed to... Isn't it supposed to help disabled people? Yeah. Like, it, it, I think the way it was founded was... I thought you meant to disable no, people. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, the whoa. Idea, the idea is it's essentially like a synthetic chip. And okay, so let's say you have a spinal cord injury. Yeah. It's, uh, you, can't I, use, you can't use your, your legs. Or let's say you, you, know, you don't have legs or whatever. You have some kind of prosthetic. The idea is the Neuralink can be used to basically bridge that gap. Bridge that gap. So say you have, That's awesome. you have, you know, your wounded veteran and you don't have your, your lower limbs. They make prosthetics for you. Your mind would still be able to connect to the, you know, motorized prosthetics. Right. Move your foot as if it was still your actual Correct. foot. Yeah. That's, okay. I think that's how it's being, and I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> it is. It, that's how it's being started. But the idea is it's a, it's almost an, endless too. Yeah. That, like you want to speak French? 
Bam, you can speak French. You can yeah. download something to you. A little software update. Put your memories on the cloud. Like, yeah. down the road, I think that's what people are thinking it's going to turn into. And with yeah. the way technology is going, I, it wouldn't surprise me. But that's that, what, To me personally, that's what I think when you talk, if you want to talk about the, the future, that's what it looks like to me. All these advances in in like that aspect i mean like, like have you ever seen like commercials for that it's like i think it's an apple tv show or maybe i don't know what it's like. i've never seen it else but it's called upload basically after you die you get uploaded into this computer system and you're basically still alive but you're within a computer system and if you're not loaded you, just, <laughs> you become a bot you know so like when you play call of duty and you know, there's those bots basically you're in this computer system and you can still <laughs> In, interact with people in the real world but only like as if you were talking to them on your phone or whatever um, basically like your consciousness almost gets uploaded to this server but if you're poor you have lower gigs you can't use as much <laughs> like, you basically just get like frozen for a month if you run out of gigs like, or you can't do certain things but it's like I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where you can actually upload your consciousness like the, the, yeah. It's a scary thought if we can. I don't know. I like I like the advancement for like what you're just talking about in terms of like helping get some people back to full function if they had uh, prior issues or you know something like you gave the veteran example. But then it also scares me how you're talking about like I don't want to say taking the easy way out, but it's like oh I just want to learn how to speak French today, upload it, or like what happens if it. You know, you get a bug in the software or, like, yeah. the tuner in my truck, and it doesn't recognize <laughs> the truck. You start glitching out. Yeah. You're in the middle of rock climbing with no harness. and Just, just whoop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, we'll get back to your truck. But, I, I mean, I just saw this video of this guy with bad case of, uh, I think, Parkinson's. Is that where you shake real bad? Yeah. Right? I mean, he was, like, bad. He, like, lifting a cup of water, and it's, like, splashing all over yeah. the place. Right. And then all of a sudden, they did... Something where they re-stimulated his brain, and all of a sudden he's he's actually like touching his fingertips together, and he's actually drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was amazing, mm-hmm. you know. And if and if it's gonna t- go that route, then I'm all for it, mm-hmm. right? But if it's to where people want to just like, well, I guess it's like anything. People are gonna use it for their own personal yeah. gain. Like, there's gonna be the people that yes, change other people's lives with it for good or for bad. Yep. And if there's people hacking someone's Facebook account or their bank account and taking their credit card, then what are they going to do with this chip that's connected to your brain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can they now hack into your brain like, and control you? Like, I think we're getting very, very, very long-term down the road, like almost like apocalyptic, but... But are we? But are we? Like we, like we talk about with them wanting to put the monitors in the car. Yep. You know what you're doing at all times. So what happened to uh, to the tuner? Because I think episode one or two we talked about, we talked about it how, <laughs> how we, we put the, the, the Edge Super Chip tuner monitor. Yeah. Well, so so I was leaving Dunham's and I start my truck and like the gauges were loading or whatever. You get that loading screen. It takes screen. like five seconds yeah. to load. And so I just start driving and it never loads. So I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll check it out at home. So pull in the garage or whatever and still had like the sticker on the back of it from when you first get it so i was like oh i'll take that out like check the wiring make sure it's not being like you know too taut or whatever plug it back in start my truck and it's like you know brings you back to the very first screen like when you get the tuner like oh select your model and i'm like 
did I just get stuck on performance tune? Like, I was like, is my truck, like... So Gonna then, explode? Yeah, so then since Vinny gave it to me, like, I didn't even know, like, what... This is my own ignorance. Don't even know what model number or anything I have. And we're back! <laughs> we're back! Yeah. Sorry for the brief technical difficulties. So, we have Once now, again... Yeah. We've now officially found out. No video for episode three. Uh, our new setup doesn't seem to be working the greatest. It appears that if we record anything over an hour, the software... Self-destruction. <laughs> and then it doesn't save the file right, and because it didn't save the file right, there's no memory, and therefore we have no video. SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm going to head out. Yeah, basically. <sighs> so, uh... Maybe episode four. Maybe episode four we'll finally get this figured out. Anyone who is listening and would like to be our Jamie and handle all of the technical end, so handle the Sammy? Zoom podcast. Can Sammy be our Jamie? <laughs> the Zoom pod track, the video portion, that would be phenomenal because clearly we're not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, job is open. It is uh, for no pay. It's an unpaid. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, unpaid. You can intern- have some pineapple truly. Unpaid <laughs> internship. Uh, yeah, all the all the pineapple trulys you want. I got a bunch in my fridge that I don't want. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these are from your wedding. Oh, sheesh! Over a year. Over a year. <laughs> over a year. All right, there's an expiration. There is an expiration. June 2022. <laughs> Ooh, eh, they're barely out of. They're barely. Barely. It's right. just um, three months. Good antibodies. So this is so totally odd. random, and I, maybe we'll cut this. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But <laughs> is it just me, or is it strange that the fact that Dairy Queen is a national brand and, like, national franchise, and they literally just started out by only selling ice cream and now all of a sudden have food? I was going to say, have any of you actually had, like, a burger or a hot dog? Sammy swears chi- by their chicken strips. Really? I was just going to say, I had their chicken strips, and they were the most shit thing I ever ate. Oh. Ooh, controversy. You, have, you, haven't eat, you haven't eaten in small town USA Dairy Queen, because, no. like... This was Deadwood, Ohio, South Dakota? <laughs> this was Ohio Turnpike, so... Oof. Oof. You know, that's why. Did you come road, back? You had to pay to go on the road, that's yeah. why. Well, when did you come back? Did you come back to the UP? Yeah, or? came back to the UP, okay. so... It's miserable sitting in 75 South traffic on a Sunday night. Trying to get home after driving for 13 hours or whatever it was. And, of course, bang, 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 (laughs) click, reload. Bang, 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 click, click, bang, bang, reload. Reload, bang, bang. Messed that up. Um, (laughs) Cut. Cut it. Um, Well, here's the funny thing. It's like your whole way out there, you're like, first night, gained an hour. Yeah, we're we're an hour ahead. Oh, you're so positive all the time. I gained another hour. Yeah, we, you know, instead of it being 5 o'clock, it's now 4 o'clock. Like, yeah. And then your way home, you're like, oh, we just lost. Then you're on the last little leg home and you lose that hour halfway through the UP in Michigan. You're like, oh, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if I dozed off and went in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was. Yeah, I truly don't think I've ever had anything off the menu besides a cookie dough blizzard. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, I get the same thing since I've been a kid. It's the only thing you get. Same thing we're talking about. Whatever you talk about, same fucking shit. Yep. So Grace was like. Speaking of that, Mexican pizza's back. Hallelujah. Look at that. Grace was like craving Dairy Queen the one night. So we go to get Dairy Queen. And I think Can you ask and you shall receive? I think we're in, I think we're in Kalispell at this point. So all the way west end of Montana. Oh, how was that? It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a nice, nice town. Nothing special. Dude, 
Ranger Joe's Pizza in Kalispell, and I think they're in like there's like two other locations in like North Carolina. Delicious. Yeah. If you're in Kalispell, Montana, get tri- Ranger Joe's Pizza. Phenomenal. You guys ever hear of a Cleared Hot podcast? No. Andy's Cleared Hot. Cleared yeah. Hot. Yeah. He's a. Uh, He's, that's where he's from up there, and he's oh, okay. opening up a big old uh, Black Rifle Coffee okay. spot up there. So uh-huh. nice town, but anyways, Grace wants some Dairy Queen, so she uh, she asked if we can go get Dairy Queen. She's like, all right, so we go go to get Dairy Queen. Man, the people of Montana must absolutely love Dairy Queen because the the line they didn't have the front open. It was like eight o'clock. No, no drive lobby, through? only drive through. Oh, only drive through. The line is wrapped through the parking lot, and then down a side road. Like, it was like an hour wait. Grace is like, no, we're not waiting. I'm Anything like, for grill and chill. Yeah. I was like, I'll wait. She's like, no, we're not going to wait. She looks up another ice cream restaurant. She, we go up the road. We find it. She's oh, like, she just wanted ice cream? Yeah. She's like, they have like three flavors, and they're all shit. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So she's like, I was like, we'll oh. go back to DQ. I was like, we'll wait. She's like, no, we just won't get it. So I was like, all right, fine. Next <laughs> night, we're in Billings. We get done. We actually had a... a, a kitchen like a little kitchenette in our hotel room. is that the one where you're cooking a steak yeah made a steak made some roasted potatoes did it come asparagus. with came with pots and pans i was gonna say no shit so we just went over to walmart across the street you know got filet mignon okay. some little 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 diced up roasted potatoes and onions and asparagus it was delicious grace like, making me hungry <laughs> grace is like all right i didn't get we didn't get dairy queen there before we'll go get it tonight so we gotta go there same thing <laughs> super long dairy queen line so i'm like all right We'll wait, though. We're going to wait. So I recognize that truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a different town. I'm like, oh. the people of Montana just love DQ. And so, like, we're... It's probably like us Michiganders and Chick-fil-A. Exactly. So we're just waiting in line. And it, it moved along pretty quick. It wasn't too bad. But I order. And every time I order a Blizzard, I don't want the pump of hot fudge. I just want vanilla ice cream. What do you get? I, get, I want M&M's, cookie dough, and vanilla ice cream. I didn't want the hot fudge. Like, I just... Do blizzards usually get? Yeah, they normally do a pump. They of hot do. Fudge. Yes. I guess I've always just asked for whatever ice cream I want. So See, I said I want vanilla, but every time I've gone to the one That's by sense. our house, I'm like, can I get a vanilla blizzard with cookie dough and M and M's? And then I watch her <laughs> pour the vanilla ice cream in, and she goes over, pump, pump, and I'm like, when did I say hot fudge? <laughs> So we're going through the drive-thru in Billings, and the lady just goes, vanilla ice cream, cookie dough with M&M's. Would you like the pump of hot fudge? And I'm like, no. Thank you Did for asking. Did I say I want the pump? But I'm like, wow, what great service. Yeah. They actually asked if I wanted it because, no, I said vanilla ice cream. I want no chocolate except for little chocolate chips and cookie dough butts and M&M's. Very particular. Um, yeah, very particular. I'm like, I, if I wanted chocolate ice cream, I'd get chocolate ice cream. But yeah, I was like, uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I never knew that. I feel like I didn't either. Do I, you? Okay. I swear, growing up, they didn't do it. But the last like three times I've gone to Dairy Queen, is that a new thing? Pumping it, <laughs> new industry standard. <laughs> get the hot fudge in your butt. <laughs> I was just saying because, like I said, I get cookie dough, Blizzard, extra cookie dough every single time. Now. Granted, there's chocolate chips in the cookie dough. No, my point in saying is I don't think I've ever noticed a hint of chocolate or fudge gotcha. in with the vanilla ice cream. I don't think I could tell if it was just one pump. But Here's the thing. Maybe it's just a Flint thing, and it's just the last few times I've gone, they've done it. Flint and Montana. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but Montana asked about it, so I was like, clearly it just must be a standard thing. But I don't know. It's just still like after this whole ordeal, I'm like, 
the fact that Dairy Queen is a national chain yeah. and all they sold was ice cream. It's like soft serve ice cream mixed with different candies in it. And they were a national chain. I was like, why does that blow my mind so much? And But then they decided, you know what? We're not getting enough people. We need food now. Well, it's, it's like the Wolf of Wall Street. Like, we're not leaving. We're not closing. <laughs> we're not closing for winter. We're going to sell yeah. hot dogs and hamburgers and chicken strips. Yeah. They need that year-round business. It's such a weird thought. I, I mean, who goes to get a, an ice cream cone in January? No one. Nobody. You going to go get a chili dog? I might. Uh, maybe. And it's like you I haven't, but I might. Maybe I'll get an ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, here. I just think it's such a strange thought that that's a national truly dream. is. So this is the other thing I was thinking about, um, and this can kind of be where we wrap it up to kind of make it automotive base. Um, what was your dream car as a kid, and what is your dream car now? <laughs> so like for me, growing up, my absolute dream car was a McLaren F1. I remember seeing it in a magazine at a young age, and the fact that it was like center drive and it was the fastest car at the time for you know Bugatti, I thought it was so cool. I thought it was just the coolest car, and I still would love to have one, but definitely a dream car today, and I aspire to own one, is a Porsche GT3 RS, especially now that they make it in a manual again. Perfect driver's car, absolutely beautiful, satin pearl white. That's the goal. Beautiful color. Speaking of which, I talked to Uncle Dave about painting the truck that color. Mm. I got a price. It's pricey. <laughs> but I hope no family discount. I mean, yes, he's getting giving me a family discount. But but I that's mean, a, it's the problem is it's a lot of work. It's so yeah. Much. And this thing, and he told me he's, he's got like, the talent. It's gonna be like, but it doesn't shave away the work that it has to be. Well, even in. when he was talking to us when we've been at the shop for like when he was mixing in stuff into the color, like the uh, sparkles or whatever. The yeah. Is. So he's like, it's gonna be three grand just for your paint, just for the paint to be able to cover the whole truck. I'm like, okay, fair enough. And then we talked about labor on top of it. So I was like, I don't expect you to do it for free. Like so one, hold on. We're... You got to get paid for your time. And you, and I, I would be, because I'd be taking away from other projects that you could be making money on. So he gave me a price. It's it's completely reasonable. Honestly, it's a freaking steal considering his, his quality of work. I was going to say, have you seen the work he does? Yeah. We'll cons- throw his, yeah. his we'll, Instagram. We'll throw on. Uncle D's Instagram. And we'll, we'll have to have him on the podcast uh, here soon. Um Go check out the YouTube channel. Some of the stuff we've done with him. Um, going away from white, though. No more no, white. It's gonna be it is a white. Custom white. It's like a custom a... white. So oh. it's, it's satin pearl. So it's is that color white, specific to Porsche? No, no. It's no, just no, a color I really like. So have... just the way the light hits it, almost gets this shimmer rainbow look, like a pearl, like like literally like a pearl. So oh, pearl. That's the color I I I just love something about that color. I think is just so beautiful. But think about a Porsche painted that color. Like, it just looks so good. Yeah. So good. But then I'm like, you know what? I don't think, like, there's plenty of GMC Sierra pre-runners that are similar to mine that you see all over Instagram. How many satin pearl white ones have you seen? None. Because most people don't put that much money into painting. <laughs> but, you know, once the whole cab and everything's painted and the fiberglass is painted and he's got the paint, the paint will stay for a while mm-hmm. um what if you just vinyl wrap it can you get that color in like a you can vinyl, vinyl wrap it I, and that's probably i don't know i'd still rather paint it yeah so 
And like I said, you ding up a fender or you know bedside or whatever. You order a new one. You cut it to shape. You get it resprayed. It's yeah. not very difficult because you can put it on you know sawhorses and paint it at that point. And you'd be smart to. I don't want to say or extra paint. Yeah, and no. like hey, if if let's say you, let's say you needed a gallon and a quart, just order two gallons. Yeah. That way, if yeah, I ever need to do that. fixes, yeah. you have it. Or add-ons. You do a new bumper. Color match it, etc. Exactly. Capper. Not that so, you do capper on a pre-order, but no. Speed, you see the that'd toys, be a, the Toy Story a, capper. Yeah. 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 Where was that? Um, that's photoshopped. Oh, you photoshopped that? Yeah, <laughs> on the drive home. Well, it's like it's a real truck, right? Yeah. So this but is the guy's photo- actual truck. Oh, I got gotcha. it. Photoshopped, and the... then I photoshopped the Pizza Planet. Okay, because I remember you talked about it for the longest time. Yeah. Um. So. Those of you who are listening, go check out our Instagram. You'll see the uh, Pizza Planet Toyota pickup pre-runner that uh, I photoshopped. Uh, the guy is also tagged Toyota Dreams, sweet truck, actually a 4x4 uh, really? pre-runner. Yeah, it's a TTB, so it's uh, Swing arm. It's still uh, you know, whoop scissors or uh, whatever the heck they're called. I can't think off the top of my head, um, but it's the four-wheel drive version. So Beautiful truck, absolutely beautiful. So, but yeah, GT3RS, definitely, like, you know, like, the C-Boys talk about how, like, they had, like, their vision boards, and, like, mm-hmm. CJ wanted a Nissan GTR. Ben yeah, he wanted talked a about, Lamborghini. The, yeah, they, they pretty much, both of them have talked about that before they got them. Yeah, that is my vehicle. Like, that is the goal, is to own one at some point. I'd say mine... Growing up, building the Chevelle with JD, like, I had a big influence with from him on like old school muscle cars mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie I, I truly appreciate and love modern cars like the porsche you're talking about but my dream would be like a modernized um old school chevelle so like i've seen a couple of them on like uh number one i follow a couple pages that specifically have them mm-hmm. but they there was one on hoonigan uh garage where, where he brought one in and it was like a twin turbo like big block all the 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 fancy um, uh, suspension and brake kits and all that, but just so like modern. So it's a resto mod, modern exactly, suspension, yes. modern engine. So it's, it, I mean, it drives and it and it it's it's smooth driving and it's reliable, but it's got all the the modern amenities. But by the looks, I mean outside and inside, it still looks like that old school classic muscle car. Mm-hmm. But it gets down yep. right, and it can keep up and it can compete. Like whistling diesels, new generally. Like <laughs> <laughs> twin turbocharged SRT or yeah. whatever it is, just woo. Yeah, yeah. wicked. Those are, I do like resto mods. Yeah, lot. so I'd say a modernized Chevelle SS. Okay. Seventy to seventy-two. Great years. Yep. What about you? I hate to even say this. When I was a kid, like I really wanted. A crotch rocket like i don't know why not a car it was like motorcycle and i don't even ride bikes but like that was like what i wanted like that's how to ride a bike (laughs) (laughs) almost killed himself learning how to ride my dirt bike yeah yeah (laughs) i was riding down my parents hill and almost went straight into the pond whiskey throttle first time ever riding a dirt bike is just in vinnie's subdivision so i was like sure of course i put him on a uh 450 yeah, just right downhill up. immediately downhill <laughs> wax this branch that's going over the i had a helmet on but hits him right in the neck and just leaves a mark <laughs> jesus yeah, but so you, would you ever get a crotch rocket though 
I don't personally. No, I well, but no, because I I wouldn't mind getting like a dirt bike or something. But See, I, my t- whole like vision or whatever has changed since I was a kid living yeah. in Redford. Well, here's the thing: if you lived out west, not many street corners. Because here's the thing: most people on motorcycles get injured in the city. It's someone else hits them when they're coming around a turn or whatever. But it's like when you just got open road. Like there's a reason why Sturges is so popular out there. Because it's just open roads, or you're riding a nice windy mountain road. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing that's gonna randomly turn out in front of you or like hit you. Like that is open country. Like that's motorcycle country. That's the place to ride a bike. Where it's like, yeah, the inner city or like the interstates, three lane highways. Someone can cut you off. There, there's so mm-hmm. much that could happen. People are in a rush. Yeah, when we're in Tennessee. We we were like, oh, we'll take this road. It sounds cool. The Dragon's Tail or the Tail of the Dragon. And yeah, it's a popular motorcycle trip and it's super windy all along like the mountainside or whatever. It's got beautiful views, a bunch of different um, photography companies set up shop and we'll take pictures and then you can like buy them off their website and stuff. Beautiful trip. It took us so long to get through it and I felt so nauseous after because I couldn't go over like 15, 20 miles Without oh, wow. just the constant turning of the forth. wheel. Yeah, it was it was a lot in the truck. Now, me and Tim talked about a while ago about getting, um, like, enduro bikes. Yeah. Like, a modified BMW or... Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw, we saw a lot of those out west. With, like, some carriers and, like... Yep. I mean, we talked about, just like, to the, exactly to the point of, like, sustainable... Like, living off of your bike. Same yeah. thing we said about living out of our backpack. Living off your bike. I think that would be wicked. I'd, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Anthony and I, like... Back when I was in college and he was in college, we're like, it'd be cool to do that around like Europe or something, um, like up in like the mountains or whatever. There's this, this kid. I don't. I don't really have a desire to go to Europe anymore, but <laughs> I think definitely do like a basically a backpacking motorcycle trip out west. I think would be super cool. There's yeah. this guy I follow. I don't think we really went to Adam Goodsell. I don't think we went to high school with him, but kinda. But he's doing that exact thing. He started off in Europe, bought a bike, and now him and his girlfriend i mean they, they're going down to like bosnia oh really? like they're cutting through all everywhere down there yeah that's cool yeah okay so you want a street bike what's your dream car now and it could be God. like a truck or something but yeah i know well i'm super lame but it's a 2500 with no rust <laughs> <laughs> in michigan that's hard to come by you're not wrong so like but yeah like like a high country, like a Denali. See that again? I'm lame. Like I want the, I like the bench seat in the front with the little foldable, whatever. But I'd get, you can get it in leather. So get that. Get the like, um, what is it? Like the Alaskan package where the, the floor, ma- floor yeah, yeah. Instead of having floor mats and like, there's a certain like those kind of features that i like more yeah care about right they want the creature features where as long as i have bluetooth in there and i have like that stuff i mean a duramax would be pretty nice (laughs) see like and like that's the thing is like something simple it's like i definitely want that too yeah i want a truck it's like that's just it's also that's on time yeah (laughs) well Well, wait given how do do i fit in this friend group i want the reliable plain jane vehicle what you're known for right now exactly you know? it's like listen still like, running everyone's like oh that dude's super vanilla listen vanilla ice cream is the most popular <laughs> ice cream don't even try and tell me it's chocolate it's the reason why people are like oh he's super vanilla because everyone likes it there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah so all right 
So that way Paul will always have a tow rig to get us home. <laughs> All right, brother. We can always depend on you. Uh, Are you taking the truck the or the uh, the Traverse? Almost? The Traverse. Traverse? Yeah. All right. All right. We can tune around there. <laughs> <laughs> Vehicle not recognized. <laughs> Get stranded out well, there. I remember when I went, I mean, when I first got my truck, and I I think it was pretty much right after I tuned it, and I took it to Niagara Falls. Yeah. And we drove through Canada. And so we're staying in Canada, and the hotel that we stayed at, they take your vehicle to a valley parking lot. Yeah. So they take my truck, and, like, you know, we stay the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. We get, and they take us back to the parking lot, and we pick up our vehicle, and I go to turn my truck on, and it's the security, like every vehicle has a security light, whether it's a red light or a key or a padlock. Yeah. And it's basically the vehicle's anti-theft system. Well, mine was going off and like my truck wouldn't start at first and it was throwing the security light. And like normally that's when someone's a trying to duplicate your key or like break into your car. So here I am thinking, and same thing, my, my in another country, in, in another country, right? All by myself. Well, the same thing, the edge monitor, um, you know, restarted and it said, you know, vehicle not recognizing it. And so that was the first time that was happening in my vehicle. And so I'm here I am think I'm panicking, thinking my vehicle is locked out because in, for those of you who don't know, I'm a locksmith, so I, I program keys on vehicles. And if you don't do the sequence right, you can actually lock your ECM out and your, your vehicle stranded and a dealership has to unlock it, right? So here I am thinking I'm I'm in Canada, and my, my someone like a valet like you've heard plenty of stories with valet people steal vehicles or steal things it's, in them. It's not that they steal it, but they they go through their buddy. You know, yeah. They're like hey, I you know they tip people off or whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah. Or they're so, a fake valet, like they got <laughs> the uniform. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that was just funny that when that happened to me in the moment, I just had to, I just uh, mine just goes the worst possible. Hundred <laughs> percent right away. Yeah. Right. But I just undo my battery cables, you know, restarted everything, and it was fine. It worked out. But Any takers? Have you posted the truck yet? Uh, no, I haven't posted it yet. Post <laughs> You get all those uh, Toyota 4Runners that I Dude, sent to you? Dude, looking bright. Dude, I, we, saw, there, we saw a lot of those out there, and I'm like, dude, just some of the Overland rigs that, that people do with those look so good. So good. Yeah. Like TRD Pro. All white. Rooftop. Black accents. The rooftop tent with the full out, the, mm-hmm. the carrier. Oh, yeah. Nice cambered or icon. Vehicle dynamic suspension. 35s. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So. Here a new project vehicle. More problems. <laughs> Be vanilla. Liability. So, uh. I think, uh, think that's a good point to, to end it. Uh, it's been, uh, once again, we are really figuring this stuff out. Uh, sorry, we're not going to have video again, or obviously you've listened this far. Sorry we didn't have video again. We hope episode four has video. Uh, we might do the redundant cameras like we did, you know, with the cell phones the first time. Might not be a bad idea. Uh, just in case, because most likely if this doesn't work again, these cameras are going back to Amazon. <laughs> We will not be leaving the link down below. Yeah, we'll not be putting the link down below. But uh, if you have listened to this point, please, please follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you do want to see the uh, video version on YouTube, please go over there and subscribe as well as go Stay check tuned it. for episode four. Yeah, stay <laughs> tuned for episode four because uh, it will go from episode one to four on YouTube. 
Also, please go check out the regular YouTube channel. We are just over 3,300 subscribers, I think. So uh, doing well, and that way you can uh, see everything we got going on over there. So uh, Leave a comment. Let us know if you hate our show. <laughs> Let us know if you like it. Yes. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Yes, yes. Just, just give us feedback. That's what we're asking for. So I'm Vinny. I'm Brent. I'm Paul. And don't be a liability. Thanks.